Rabosa, we are Daphnun Beis Ahmed Aleph. We're starting from Daphnun Aleph Ahmed Beis, uh, the second line from the end, towards the end of the line, Amar Le Rav Safra. Amar Le Rav Safra, Rabbi Abba, he said to me, we're talking about, you know, different minhagim. Let's say people like us, where we live in a place where we have, where we get the message and we know when Rosh Chodesh is, so we know when Yom Tov is, but, okay, uh, but, okay, but we go to another place, okay, where, it, where, where they don't know. So what's, up, what's our minute? Do I have to keep the second day on if I don't keep it? So certainly, if I go to another place, where it's a settled place, where other Jews live, then I'm not going to, I'm not going to work on the second day of Yom. They're not going to do malachos. If they shina machlokos, I can't make a difference. It's going to make a, a, an argument. I can't behave differently and cause a, de- a debate. But... But midbar, but let's say in a place where it says desert here, it really means some place, let's say, out of the tchum, some place outside of the of the uh, of the settled area. My, what's the law? This is very common today. Uh, like let's say airports that are outside of the that are outside the city. Okay, am I allowed to go? No. So now, if I'm a guy who like an Eretz Yisrael guy, can I go to the airport on the second day of Yontif and uh, and do malachas there and not worry about it? Amar he said, Rabami. This is what Rabbi Abi said. But Yishevaser in the settled area, you're forbidden to do work. You can't do differently than the people. But midbar mutar. But in the unsettled area, you're allowed to do work even in a place outside of Eretz Yisrael. I Rav Nasan Bar Asi also may be Rav Pumpadisi be up to Shady Shalatzeres. So Rav Nasan Bar Asi he went he went from the yeshiva to Pumpadisa on the second day of Yantiv. He was okay okay he went outside the tchum. Shamte Rav Yosef so Rav Yosef put him into put him excommunicated him. Amalei Abayil and Nagdi my Nagdi said what do you mean that's all you're doing just excommunicating him? You should whip him. He stands for for going against the words of the rabbis. Amalei so he said to him Adifavdilei said no he said he said he said I did better for him he said what. Knows you'll see. Knows I did give him the more severe punishment. You think what whipping him is more severe? No, putting excommunicate him is more severe punishment than whipping him. Why? Because in Eretz Yisrael they would they would take a vote and they would whip even a person who's a Talmud Chacham. Okay, they would do it. But they would not. But they would not take a vote to put him in excommunication. That's too much of a disgrace for a Talmud Chacham. They don't do it. So therefore, you see that the greater punishment is excommunication. Than whipping, he could dumb some people the other way. Nagde, that's what he did do. He did whip him. Nagde, Rav Yosef, Yosef whipped him. Amar Le'Abayas, Abayas said to him, Nishamte, I, why don't you Nishamte Mar? Let the master, let the master um, um, uh, excommunicate him. That was, that's the greater punishment. The Rabbi Shmuel did Metavayu because Rabbi Shmuel both said Menadi Mal Shnei Yomim Tovshi Agolias. Rabbi Shmuel both said that we excommunicate a person for for doing work on the second day of Yontif outside of Eretz Yisrael. Amar Lei says Hani Milei Leinish Dalmas. He said yes, that's true. We do excommunicate. He says a regular person. But here, where it's where it's a young Talmud Chacham, the Tabalei Avde, he says, he says, he says, I gave him the better punishment, the easier one. Why? Over there, they would they would take a boat to to whip a Talmud Chacham, but they wouldn't, uh, but they wouldn't put it, they wouldn't put him into Chayim. They wouldn't excommunicate him. So I gave him the nicer one. Now this is the end of our Mishnah. So he said the same way that with that when you go to places they work or don't don't work to don't work etc. You follow the Minag. The same thing we said. Remember we said that by the by the by, by the things that grew from last year in Shvius that you're allowed to use them so long as they're available to a wild animal. You can still give them to the animal in the house. The second that the the the, the domestic animal, the second the wild animal can no longer has access. No, as the stuff stops growing in the field. The stuff you have in the house, you also have to make unavailable to your animal 
at home to the domestic animals. So you have to, we said, the way we do, we do, we, let's say we have to take it out and you have to make it hefker before you can use it. So the question is now, let's say a person went, or a person went from one place to another, the place where he came from, let's say, that produce has not finished in the field. It goes to a place where it did finish in the field. It goes to a place where it did finish in the field. The place where it didn't finish in the field. So what's what's the law? So uh, so we said that uh, so we we said that the person has to has to uh, do beer. No, you have to have the stringencies of either place. Okay, Rehuda says no. He says he says the person says. What do you mean? You go also bring from the same place. The, you also you also go and bring. Now, so the question is, how do we understand it? So right now, the way we understand it is like this: that it's the, we understand it at the end of the first opinion. Let's say a person brought the fruits, okay, from a place where they weren't finished in the field. So you were allowed to continue eating them without beer, okay, and you brought it to a place where they were finished. So therefore, what? So the Tanakhama says, what you have to do beer? Why? Because you came to a place where it's already finished in the field. And Rabbi Huda says no. He says they don't have to. Why? Because I can say to any person in the city. I came to here. You can also go back to my town where I came from and bring things from there. So there's no there's no contradiction here. The same way, the same way. You could also go back and bring the fruits in the place where they weren't kalu, where they weren't finished. So it's no problem. Okay, okay. I said the says, but that's very strange because because Rabbi Huda is saying that Rabbi Huda is saying that you can do different as long as there's no machlokas. But I'm going to show you that it's not it's not true. But let's lay the Rabbi Huda doesn't he, doesn't he? How could he say this? Then we we learned immediately as a, seeming that everybody agreed. No salam we give him the stringencies of the place where he where he where he left and the place where he came, and also the place where he went to and therefore uh, 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 okay because no matter what even when there's no even when it's not going to cause an argument he still has to keep the stringencies uh, uh, of the uh, uh, the other place that he came to, even though it's not really causing an argument, that make a difference. You always have to follow the stringencies of both places. And Rav Shisha Davidi, so he said to him, "Milsach Risi Kam Rabbi Huda." He says, "You're right. Rabbi Huda was really was really referring to something else. Okay, a different law that the Tanakama said. What is that? Vachi Kamar. This is what the Tanakama said. We have to reinterpret the Mishnah. The other way. Let's say a person came from a place where the, where the fruit wasn't exhausted to a place where the place where that produce was not exhausted. Okay, Vishama Ashikalbum and then. After he brought it from the from after he brought it from the place where it hadn't finished the produce he brought now he hears that later on it's become finished in the place where he came where he, where he came from so Chai Levar the Tanakhama says he has to get rid of it because now now knows knows in both places where he came from where he went to they didn't finish but now he heard that once he came to the new place it finished in the place he came from Hudo Mary says no he says come on what's the, he says what's the problem why should he have to do be or he should he should say to him okay he could uh, uh, he could say to the um, to the okay, the places that he could say to the people where he came from, okay, where he came from, say afata. You could also bring mehecha daisina. You can also what? You can take fruits from the place that I brought these fruits to. He's not doing different than his than his place. And you're telling me he has to now what? He has to do beer because the place where he came from it finished. He said, listen. He can say to the people. Remember, he brought fruit before it finished. He can say to the people to the place where he came from, where it's now finished. You can also bring fruit from where I just came to, which it hasn't finished. Okay, but all low color they didn't finish. So therefore, I'm not, I'm not I'm not doing any different than you. You can also bring fruit from the place I came to, and, and, and you don't have to do beer. I one second, one second. So the way we're learning now, it's coming out that he's more lenient than the Tanakama. I the member of Yehuda, Lekulu coming. He said, Yehuda is saying what? A lenient? He's, he said what he said to be lenient. Vam Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi had a tradition from his Rebbe, Lom Rabbi Yehuda, El Chum. Rabbi Yehuda's statement was to, was to be more stringent than the Tanakama, not to be lenient, more lenient than the Tanakama. El Ipo. So therefore, what I have to reverse what I said.
And the way we're going to explain it now, you have to learn like this. If a person brought fruit from a place where, where, they didn't, where it, wasn't, it, it wasn't exhausted, to a place where it wasn't exhausted, and then he hears that it became exhausted in his place, we learn the Tanakhama says, He does not have to get rid of it. That's the way the Tanakhama learned. He was, he was lenient. You came from a place where it, where it didn't finish, a place where it didn't finish, and now you first hear that it finished in the place you came from, you don't have to do anything. It's no problem. Yehuda Omeri, Yehuda says no. He says, he says we say, we, the people where he came from will say to the guy who traveled, he says, look at he says, he says, he says, he says, now, try right now and bring fruit from where you came from, okay, from the place where you, the place where you came from, okay, uh, uh, and they finished, okay, and since they, since they now finished, uh, since, since they now finished, okay, you have to do beer, okay, so therefore, he can't since he can't go against the minhag where he came from. He has to do beer. Abaya Omar, Abaya says he says he says he says no. You don't have to. You don't you don't have to learn the Mishnah that he went from a place where it didn't finish to it didn't finish. But rather lolam kadetani. No, it's like we learned originally. Okay, he brought from a place where he, where where it's, it's always he go, he's going to a place where it finished to a place where it didn't finish, a place where it didn't finish to a place where it did finish. And this is what he said. Or we said that the Tanakhama says what? Or if he came from a place where it didn't exa- wasn't exhausted to a place where it was exhausted. And here's what happened was, so he went to a place where it wasn't exhausted, to a place where it was exhausted, and then brought the same produce back to the place, okay, okay, where, where he was, and they still weren't exhausted. He went non-exhausted to exhausted and brought them back to non-exhausted, and they were still non-exhausted, and so he doesn't have to do anything, even though what? Even though he brought them to a place where it was exhausted. And then Rebhuda was stringent, he said, So they're going to say to what? He says, he says, he says look, they're going to say to him, look, go bring from the place where you, where, where, uh, from the place where you brought them to, to where they now, have, where they have finished, okay, and they're finished, and therefore what? Therefore you have, once you brought them over there, you have to do beer, even though you brought them back to the, you brought them from a place where they didn't finish to back to a place where they didn't finish since you took them to a place where they did finish you have to do beer uh, the only thing is Rashi says come on you're not going to learn that way that's what Yehuda says he says Rashi he says, "Lo Yehuda, ato agabe the chama kaltino." What are you talking about? He said, "Just because what what they do, the new city absorbed it on the donkey's back. Just because the donkey walked through the city, all of a sudden now it became uh, uh, okay it, it, in the pla- in the second place where it already finished, and it's going to be considered as if they were the fruit from that place is not. The produce was from place A where it didn't finish. It went to place B where it finished, and it came back to place A where it didn't where where where, where it didn't finish. What it, but all of a sudden when the donkey's back, it became produce of the second town. It's not true. Okay, Alamar Avash Ravashi says, "No, you have to learn like." This he says, but look to the Tanitana. You have to say the Machlokus of the Tanakama, and Yehuda is the following the Tanan because we learn Hakobe Shlosha Kavashim. Let's say a person pickled three different. So it's, it's either brine or vinegar, you know, brine or vinegar. A person pickled three different kinds of produce in one barrel. And now remember, remember, maybe each each of the three different produce could have three different times. You know, this one did finish. This one didn't finish in the field. You have to do beer. Rabbi Eliezer Omer, Ochlin al Rishon, Rabbi Eliezer says, you're, you're limited by the first one. You can eat the stuff as long as, the, as, as, as one hasn't become exhausted. The second one is exhausted. They all need beer. Why? Because the taste goes from one to the other when you pickle them. So therefore, you have to get rid of it. You have to, you have to, get, you have to do beer in all of them. The second one of them expires. Rabbi Yeshua Omer, Rabbi Yeshua says no. He says, Afal Achram. He says, you're allowed to wait until the last one. So the last one becomes 
uh, becomes exhausted because he learns it. He learns it from the pasuk. Each one is separate. Each one, okay? You can just look at each vegetable and each produce separately, okay? Okay, you can each, 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 each one, um, no, each one, as it, as it is exhausted, that's the one you have to get rid of. But you can continue eating the other ones. And we said in the end, what? And the halacha is like, the, and the halacha is like Rabban Gamliel. That what that um, the halacha is like Ram Gamliel, okay? That we don't that we don't say that the taste uh, answers it, okay? And there's there's a different explanation of why we don't worry about the taste going one from the other, okay? Good. Now Ravina, so therefore, so therefore, what? Uh, so now it's gonna be, now the, now now the point is like this. So according to Ravashi, what is gonna be according? What is he saying? What is the machlokas of Yehuda? And the Rabban and the Tamakana of our Mishnah. That's the same, it's a general machlokas in beer. That what? If you take, let's say, if you take much produce from one place where they, where they didn't finish, from a place where they did finish, okay, where they did finish, and now you what? And you. And now you pickle them together. According to the Tanakama, okay, they don't need beer, okay, only when all the, well, only when all of them have reached their exhausting date, okay. But according to Yehuda, the second that the first one becomes usher, okay, they're all usher. Why? Because we say to him, go 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 bring some of the go bring go bring more of that of that one. And since uh, since you're not going to find any of that one, uh, you can't find any of that one again, and, and that that wasn't exhausted. It is usher. Ravina Omar, Ravina says like this. Yeah, I think I hope I did. Okay, Ravina Omar, the Dadi Tanoi. Okay, Ravina says no. The argument of Yehuda and the Tanakama is like this. The machlokas of these Tanaim, the Tanaim, because we learn, Ochlim betamarim achiyichla achron and shabbatzor. We're going to learn that we're, we're going to learn that there uh, there are different areas, uh, um, different areas that that we see what, what's called it was finished in, in a given area. So let's say let's say you're talking about dates in Yehuda. Yehuda is one area that has its own rule of when it's considered finished. He said we can eat the dates in in Yehuda achiyichla achron shabbatzor till the last. Uh, last date is finished. Last one is finished. It's not available in Soar. Soar was called the city of of uh, date palms. Okay, because they had a lot of them. So that's all. That all has one. That all. They all have one rule. So till the end, till the last date, so till they're finished in Soar, you can continue eating uh, without beer in all of Yehuda. says no. He says I'll shall base I keep it. He says you have to be careful. He says you can eat those ones that are still left between the between the uh, branches. Okay. Uh, right. So the dates at the end they fall between the branches and they fall between the thorns. He says so you can eat the dates that are still what you can still eat the ones that are that fall between the uh, branches. That's considered that we still have dates available. Okay, why? Because the animals can get them. But the ones that fall by the thorns, which are a little lower, and the animals can't get them, then it's already considered what that we have to do beer that it's that it is already is already it is already. Finished. And again, we'll say this is the argument of the rabbis and Rabbi Huda and our Mishnah. That according to the rabbis, the Tanakhama, so long as they're not completely finished, okay, that knows that even they're still left on the they're still left on the on the thorns, you know, you, it's not considered finished, and you don't have to do beer. That's the Tana, that's the Tanakhama, uh, that's the Tanakhama uh, of Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, like that argument, okay. But according to Rabbi Huda, no, as long as you can't, okay, as long as you cannot bring to the wild animal, you have to get rid of it, okay, because we say to him, bring from another place, uh, uh, okay, and therefore, if it's only, and therefore, if it's, and therefore, if it's only found by the thorns, he has to get rid of it, okay.
So therefore, how are we going to read our Mishnah? Let's say he went to a place, okay, from a place where it didn't finish, to a place where it did finish, he has to get rid of it. What does that mean? It means it has to be, a, it, has, it has to finish completely. That's when he has to get rid of it. That's the Tanakhama. Yehuda says no. Even if it didn't completely finish, you still have to get rid of it, okay, as long as, uh, okay, okay, if you can't, if the animal can't get it, and though, even though it didn't finish completely, even if it didn't finish completely, but the animal can't get it, it's called finished, and you have to do beer. And that's, that's what Rabbi Yehuda is saying. Tanan Hassan, we learned, okay, now that we learn in general the rules of Biur. Shalosh HaRatzas the Biur. We really look at three different areas when it comes to saying, did it, did it finish in the field and you have to do Biur or not? The one area is Yehuda, Ve'ev across the Jordan, Vagalo, and the Galilee. These are three places, and each one, each one, you, as long as you're in your area, it didn't finish, even though it finished in one of the other areas, you can continue eating without beer. And the truth is that each, within each of these three, there are really three different areas, you know, that, that are described, that, that are more like, uh, uh, according to their, according to their uh, physical properties. So there's really nine areas. So if there's really, if there's really three, three, and three, why did they say only three? The answer is because the truth is that regardless of the of the you have three different terrains in each of the three, no matter what, each of the three is still considered one unit and not three units. And therefore, as long as as long as as long as it's not finished anywhere in one of the three units, you can eat it everywhere in that one of those three units and not worry about it. And therefore, even even though let's say one in one particular terrain is finished within the area, it doesn't matter as long as it's not finished in all the terrains. You can eat it in all of that area. So where do we learn this from that we can eat, for example, in Yehuda until the last uh, 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 until the last of uh, until the last of the produce is gone in any one of its three terrains? Here, because I learned from the pasuk, it says, it says to the to the to the domestic animal, to the wild animal that's in your land. We learn as long as the wild animal can eat it in the field, you can feed it to the domestic animal in the house. But once it's 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 now it's exhausted for the wild animal in the field, you have to make it unavailable to the domestic animal in your house. Ugumiri, okay, and we and we know we, it's a known fact. And everybody knows that the wild beast, uh, let's say the wild animal in Yehuda, doesn't go and forage, uh, okay, to the Golo. So we know that their whole ranging area is one of these three. That wild animal ranges in Yehuda or Golo or Evrayardim, but doesn't go for one or the other. I didn't read the end. In other words, the Chaya and those the the. the the the, the the wild animal in, in Yehuda doesn't go to the Golo, and the and the and the and the wild animal in 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 the Golo uh, 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 it doesn't support itself with the produce of Yehuda. So since the wild animal forages distinctly in each of its own areas, so therefore you can look at each area distinctly from the other one, and you don't have to worry about what's the what's the status of one of the other three areas. The big ones. Tanarabana, we learn, let's say produce went from Eretz Yisrael to Chutzlaretz, which is a problem, okay, and it came of Shvias, we know it's the seventh year produce. So the first opinion says, what? Well, you can do the beer wherever you are. You don't have to bring them back to Eretz Yisrael to do the beer. You can do the beer outside of Eretz Yisrael. But Shimon says, no. He says, you have to bring them back to their place, back to Eretz Yisrael, and there do the beer. Why? Because it says, it says, the, it says the wild beast, in your land, you have to do the beer in your land. Aye. 
So says so. Gwen says one second. How can you use the word biartzecha to teach you that the beer has to be done in Eretz Yisrael, even though it went out of Eretz Yisrael? Hafita, one second. You already used that. You already utilized biartzecha, okay, before because that's how that's how that's how you learn that what that it's that it, it, it it's. Uh, uh, to the other, you don't have to worry about your place. You don't have to worry about. You don't have to worry about the galil, or you don't, have to, or, or you're not, or you're not able to rely on the galil. So I already learned that we that the three distinct areas because of artzecha. So you already used the word artzecha to tell me that each each of the three areas is its own distinct place. And he says no. No, because because it's said from the fact that it said baaretz and artzecha. So so that so therefore aretz artzecha. So there's really two things to learn. So I can learn both. I can learn number one that each of the three areas is distinct in itself. It's its own discrete place. Yehuda Gol and Eberiyardi, and I can also learn that what that the beer has to be done in the place where it came from, and not in Chutzlaretz. Inami, okay, or another way that I can learn both that you have to learn both of these two points. May Asher Beitzecha from the word Asher. May Asher Beitzecha. Asher is the extra drasha. So there, kind of, again, I can learn both that the three areas are discrete places unto themselves, and that the beer has to be done back in Eretz Yisrael, and not where not where you took it out. Asafra Nachem Eretz Yisrael LeChutzlaretz. Asafra went. From Eretz Yisrael to Chutzlaretz, talk about they gabbed the chamra, and he had with him a barrel of wine. Uh, the Shvias, obviously, the barrel of wine of Shvias. Lavu Bahadei, and who was who was accompanying him on that trip? Rav Huna, Breda, Rav Iko, Rav Kahana. Amarlu, he said to them, and they we want to know what their Rebbe said. Ika Dishmili Minei, the Rebbe Abo. Has anybody heard from Rabbi Abo, our Rebbe? Halacha, Rabbi Shimon Alazar, Alo. Is the halacha like Rabbi Shimon Alazar, or not? Do you have to go back and 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 uh, and, and do the beer in Eretz Yisrael or not? said that the Rebbe Rabbavo said that Aloha is not like a friend of Lazar, that you should you should you should rely on that. Why is that? Okay, okay, uh 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 I find any read it properly in the code of Hakla the Rav Huna Biyalcha. Take this rule in your hand for listen listen to what he says. The what the halacha is not like a shim Lazar. Why? The Daikba Gamash Maisami Pume de Rabbe because he was very careful when learning the the halachas from his Rebbe, okay, that he went over them carefully the Pumpadisa, just like Rafa Pumpadisa, was very careful, and therefore he's going to have the correct tradition from Rabbo. And where do we see that? Where do we see that Rabbo is very careful? The Amar Rabbo, Amar Yehuda, Harabai stop kafel haya, stop lefnimi stop. He said that the Harabai, the that the 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 area around Harabaius. Rachba said the Harabayas, the, the Temple Mount, was Stav Kofloi. It had, it had a double row of benches, a Stav Lefnimi Stav, one row inside of the of the others. Okay, and and uh, Rachba had been in doubt. Who said it? Was it Rabbi Yehuda Nesia or Rabbi Yehuda? Two contemporaries, Rabbi Yehuda Nesia or Rabbi Yehuda, and therefore he said he and therefore he said it in the name of uh, uh, both of them. One second. Yeah, and if we said it in the name, and and if we said it in the name of both of them, 
Kriyalei Rav Yosef Ami Ba'atso Yishal Umaka Agilo. So Rav Yosef was 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 very happy with what, Rav, what, 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 what with what Rav Safra said, namely what that we have to rely on Allah has Naiklar And he makes a pun on the pasuk. The pasuk says Ami Ba'atso Yishal Umaklo Yagilo. So this is really what this is my people. This is a negative pasuk. The negative is the negative content. It's saying what the people. Ask their counsel. They believe in, in idols. They, he, he asked the counsel from wood, and a stick tells him what to do. Okay, but he learns like this: umaklo yagidlo. He says, no, call a mekel. Anybody who's lenient magidlo, that's the one who he tells. Okay, because since Rav, Rav Safra said the Allah is like Rav Huna, prayed the Rav Ika, who was lenient. He said that what you don't have to bring it back there to Israel because the Allah is not like Rav Shimon ben Allah, Rav Shimon Allah. So therefore, he, so he made a pun on the pasuk that he is lenient. Rabbi Rabbi Loi cuts okay. Rabbi Loi kafnaisa. Rabbi Loi cut down small um, dates or date palms that we, that had not uh, the shviyas. Uh, he cut down small date palms of the seventh in the seventh year where they hadn't grown ripe yet. Okay, uh, uh, because he needed the wood, which is otherwise it's going to be a problem in uh, in Baltashis. But he, he cut it because he needed the wood. Or the wood was, let's say, usually where the wood was more valuable than the produce. Hechei Abedach, Gemara says, how could he do such a thing? He says, didn't we learn the seventh year lachla? You can only take things uh, uh, to eat from the seventh year. Amrachmana, so Amrachmana, below the half said, you're only allowed to take the produce of the seventh year to eat, you can't destroy it. How can you destroy the dates? Bechitema, you want to say what? He says that's only good. He says where 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 the fruit had already grown to the point where it's ripe. But over here, where the dates had not ripened, okay, so there's low. There's no problem. The prohibition of not destroying is only you can't destroy the fruit. But if the fruit's not ripe, so then it's not a problem with destroying it. Hani Mitchali says he says he says he says he says he says he says we, we say come on you can't say that you want to tell me what that that the prohibition of destroying the fruit is only fruit that's not ripe I'm going to show you even fruit that's not ripe it's called fruit didn't we learn Hani Mitchali that is the, the, this is the this is the husk that grows around uh, the dates when they're small to Arla so you know the first few three years the fruit is Arla you forbidden it so now the, what about the what you know that the first three years of the dates are forbidden how about the Mitchali this this husk that grows around it okay Asiri they're forbidden. Okay, they're also considered Arla. Why is that? Because uh, uh, and, those, and so, the, and the, so the, the husk that grows around the dates is not considered like the tree, which has the tree itself has no prohibition of Arla. No, it's considered like the fruit, which has a prohibition of Arla. Because they are a guardian of the fruit. And you'll see that these husks only grow on the unripe fruit and still you call it a guardian of the fruit. When does these husks Guard the fruit, but kufre. Okay, it's only when these dates are small and okay, and they're not they're, they're not ripe. But kalkarle period. It's still called they still call it fruits. It's a, it's a guardian of the fruit. So you see that that, that the fruit is called fruit even when it's not ripe. Okay, and therefore how can you tell me over here that the fruit is not called fruit because it's not ripe? And that's why he was allowed to knock it down. He was allowed to cut it down. So he should he should have been prohibited for cutting it down because he's destroying even unripe fruit of shviyas. Rav Nachman, okay, okay, so the answer is, don't worry. Rav Nachman, okay, he really holds like what? The Omar Rabbi Yossi. He really held like Rabbi Yossi. In other words, this whole report is really, he holds like, he holds like Rabbi Yossi. Uh, 
No, it's when you, pardon me, let me just make myself clear. No, it's when you showed me before, Rav Nachman, who spoke in the name of Rav Ravu, who said what, that fruit that's not ripe is still called fruit. You're right, that's an opinion. That's according to the opinion of Yossi. But, not, that's not, but that's not the opinion of the rabbis. You're right, according to what he quoted, that, and he showed you that the, that the, that the husks of the unripe dates is considered a guardian of the fruit and is considered, therefore, the fruit is considered fruit even when it's unripe. He says, that, that he says that's according to Yossi's opinion, the Tanakh, so we learn, Rabbi Yossi Omer, Smadar, where Smadar is the, is the, is the be- very, very beginning, it's the, it's the smallest little grape, but you can first see it, okay? He says, Smadar, the, these brand, brand new, tiny, little, teeny, tiny grape, when it first comes out, Usar, he says, they're forbidden because of Arla, of Neshu Peri. That's right, that's Rabbi Yossi's opinion, that the Smadar, the teeniest, tiniest grape is forbidden for Arla because it's still considered a fruit, okay? But the rabbis, this Agree with Rabbi Yossi, and they hold that the little first little bud, the, that first little grape, when you can first see it, is not usher because of Arla, and that's that's, that's called smother, and it's not considered the fruit. And therefore, Rabbi Eloi, who cut down the date palm with the unripe dates, he must hold like the rabbis, not like Rabbi Yossi. So your whole proof is going to Rabbi Yossi, and it's no problem over here. And I think we'll call that a daf. Everyone have a wonderful day.